A desperate surgeon. No sign of the four-year-old. I miss you. We hold great concerns. Cleo was taken. 18 days of asking, where is Cleo? What's your name, sweetheart? My name is Cleo. That's the voice of Cleo Smith with four words we'll never forget. The moment she was swept up into the arms of police in a miracle rescue at midnight. Welcome to My Name is Cleo, the podcast. When a little girl vanished in the dark of night at a rugged and remote part of the West Australian coastline, it triggered a frantic and desperate search. Within days, police feared the four-year-old had been abducted, snatched, from inside the tent she shared with her parents and baby sister. A scenario so improbable, so scary, Cleo's disappearance gripped a town, a nation, the world. Day after day, we held our breath and waited. Cleo's family begged for her return. Police kept searching. Every minute, every hour, fears for her safety grew. I'm Natalie Bongiolo, and in this podcast, we're going to speak to those who were on the ground. They'll take us through the case day by day to that dramatic, miraculous moment on day 18, the day a little girl lost came home. One of the first to learn Cleo had been found was editor-in-chief of the West Australian newspaper, Anthony DeSegley. Anthony, what happened that morning? Yeah, quite unreal. It was a morning I'll never forget. Um, it was 4am or just about 4am, maybe a little bit before, and, and my phone was ringing and it was the police commissioner, Chris Dawson, uh, answered the phone and, and the words that came out of his mouth were, Anthony, you better get to work. And <laughs> I, I sort of I sort of half sort of asleep said, Cleo, question mark. And, um, and he said to me, yeah, look, we've found her and she's alive. And I hang up the phone pretty quickly, to to be honest, and, and got on the phone to our digital producers to make sure that the story was online and then started ringing the chief of staffs to make sure that they were telling the reporters and that we were getting as many newspaper people into the office as early as possible. And I think I was sort of out the door by about quarter to five, but, you know, not ashamed to say that before I... Before I left that morning, I sort of snuck into my three-year-old's room and gave him a big kiss on the forehead and, and woke him up. And, and my, my poor wife had to put him back to sleep. But like, it was just—it was honestly probably the most remarkable phone call I think I've had in my career so far. I mean, it was just the most blissful moment for absolutely everybody. And when you answered the call, and when you said to yourself, and and you said to the commissioner, Cleo, were you thinking? they found her and and how were you thinking that was going to play out well I, I look i think most people thought the worst um almost from day you know day two day three because you can't you know we're pretty cynical by nature journalists um and you're used to negative endings is the sad thing the sad reality is you're used to negative results so even day 18 getting a phone call like that from the police commission i you know i thought he was ringing to tell me they had found her but the news was much grimmer mm. than it was. The fact that I'd found her alive, I think it was just, you know, two years into the COVID-19 pandemic and two years of distressing news for many, many people. Um, I think it was almost the miracle that, that let Australia breathe again. And we know, of course, that he'd also messaged the WA Premier, Mark McGowan. Yeah, and look, I think he, um, it was revealed that the photo that, you know, the now sort of famous photo that ended up on the front page of the West Australian for Thursday's newspaper. 
of Cleo in her bed. That was the photo that he had texted the Premier Mark McGowan. So you can just imagine <laughs> being Mark McGowan and, you know, learning of the news um, by looking at that photo. I mean, it would have been a heart, you know, your heart stop kind of moment. Every time I picture that photo, I just have the biggest smile on my face. And that's why we chose it as our podcast cover. Yeah, I look, and I feel the same way. We put that photo, I personally put that photo up on my personal LinkedIn page. And I was looking at it earlier today. Um, and it's had a million views, I think, around the world. Mm. So, you know, we get so used to negative news in the newspaper and, and online that when something like this happens, it just um, it goes off like wildfire. It certainly captured our imaginations. Thanks, Anthony. Well, in this podcast, I'll chat to reporters, locals and people involved in the search. We're going to step back through the timeline, what we knew, what we didn't know, from the day Cleo disappeared to that remarkable moment when she was found. Subscribe to My Name is Cleo. And for more information on this case, including news articles and video, head to thewest.com.au forward slash Cleo. My Name is Cleo is recorded in the studios of the West Australian newspaper. This podcast is produced and edited by Kate Ryan and hosted by executive producer Natalie Bongiolo. Audio clippings provided by Channel 7 and WA Police.